Welcome to the Jules Fancast. Steve Evans' team continued their good form at Priestfield and moved to within three points of the League One playoff places with a hard-earned one-all draw against Portsmouth Saturday. Joining me is James Hawkins as we look back at, at the draw with Pompey and sort of have a little bit of a reflection over the festive period and, and how, well, how well it's gone for us. Um, and yeah, it's James... Yeah, it's as Christmases go for Jules, we've had a pretty good one, haven't we? 2019 was pretty kind for us. Yeah, I mean, um, it's nice to be staring upwards rather than downwards at this time of year, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be only three points within those playoff places, are we starting to dream? Um, yeah, why not? I mean, S- Steve Evans said at, at the start, um, start of the season that... He wanted to be going into January just six points off of the playoff places. Um, he's only three. We've obviously got the Glamour Cup tie coming up there Sunday at, at Priestfield against West Ham. Um, we're is it is it eight unbeaten at home now? Yeah, yeah obviously yeah. including today. Um, so yeah, it's not a bad record, and yeah, I mean the Christmas period. Yeah, it could have could have obviously gone. Better because you you could have won them all, but um, I mean the points total we amassed over uh, over this period has, has has been has been nothing short of uh, quite fantastic, and I think if we were offered the points total that we have amassed, um, you would have taken it, and yeah, like like, like I've just said, to be only three points off those playoff places <coughs> going into this this game this Sunday, um, yeah we. We're set up for one hell of a go in the second half of this season, aren't we? Yeah, because obviously just coming into the festive period, I sort of say that the, the Christmas period, so to speak, started at home, the MK Dons game, mm-hmm. um, which we won 3-1. And I think under Evans this year, it's, it's been a good hallmark of ours, isn't it? That unlike previous seasons, we've been doing jobs in the games yeah. that we expect to be winning. Yeah, yeah. The teams down the bottom, yeah. we're actually Beating, yeah. doing what we should be. Yeah. And... For any team that wants to be pushing towards that top six, you need to win win your games against the teams that are in the bottom six of the table. Yeah. We've been doing that really well. And then, obviously, from there, we went on to Boxing Day and, yeah, a much tougher, a tougher test for us. But for you, how much does it say about where we've come to so far this season that we come away from Portland Road with a clean sheet and a point and oh, we're yeah. questioning how oh, we've yeah. not won exactly. the game? You could probably argue that yeah, you look at the chances that we 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 created on Boxing Day, and how we haven't walked away from Portman Road with, with with three points. Going going back to Kent is yeah, is nothing short of yeah yeah. I can't I can't <laughs> can't understand how we haven't done it. Um, yeah, we've obviously dominated them for long periods, and and yeah, and we've we've let a while. They just I don't think their fans could. The fans, all their club could handle little old Gillingham coming to Portman Road, and 
well, we outplayed, outplayed them and outfought them and outbattled them and, and created chances that, yeah, we should have won the game. How Aimer hasn't scored at the end where it effectively go, goes through the guy's legs and yeah. still doesn't go in. Um, yeah, yeah, we've been, we've, we've been fantastic, haven't we? And I think we are one of the form sides in this division. And if we can, if we can now go and get that goal scorer this month, um, I, I really do fancy us to to push up and into those playoffs. And um, because I think people do look at look at us now and and realise that we probably are one of one of the best the, the best sides, certain form wise at, at the moment. And and we're tough to play play against. We're hard to beat. We're defensively very sound. If we can just sort it out at that other end of the pitch. There's no there's no absolutely no reason why we can't break into the playoffs and have a real go, go at it. Yeah, cuz I think the Ipswich game was another one of them examples. We have had three or four of them this season where it's if we have a goal scorer within yeah. that game comfortably. Yeah. And it was another one of them that we created numerous opportunities and they weren't half chances. They were they were good opportunities to score goals and it, it's frustrating, whereas, yes, a point at Portman Road is, is a great result, regardless of whether they were in good form, bad form, they were they were second, third in the league on Boxing yeah. Day, so yeah. Yeah. it was by no means going to be an easy task for us. So to go up there in front of a big crowd and, and control a game like that and deserve to win it speaks speaks a lot about the way we've, we've been performing in, in recent weeks. But I think what made it look an even better point is that we come back to Priestfield and followed it up with another win. Well, yeah. um, obviously against Rochdale. Just about. Yeah, we had to work for it, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But in the end, but if you, a bit if, like Sunderland. If you're at the game, it. if you're at the game, it should be three or four. Yeah. And it should be should be game set and match by by 80 minutes. It should be it should be game done. And we've obviously had to rely on on Alex, Alex Jakubiak and, and Mark Marshall coming off the bench and effectively, well, winning the game for us. That's what the both of them have done. Um, but yeah, we've we've battered them second half, and yeah, we effectively got the goal that we deserved. And it's, it, I tell you what, I've seen the replay of the Conor Ogilvy goal, and yeah, he can only head it in one place. He can only score from where he scored from. Um, but he has the tightest of angles, and it's a yeah, it's a it's a great header. Uh, but yeah, we, it's it's a result that last season we don't win that. We don't win that game. We probably lose at Ipswich, um, and and yeah, well, I'm sure we'll come on to today, but we we probably don't pick up a point today. So and and, and that's how you got to look at it. I know I know a few people look at it going our oh, points, points per total, whatever it is, and and uh, we're still only eleventh place and things like that. But I'd love I would love to I would love to know what Gillingham fan would not have taken. 11th place at this time of the season with three points off the playoffs. Give me a Jules fan that wouldn't want that and I think that they would have liked better because, yeah, we can all strive for better but the, the simple thing is when where we were last year, we were 19th, we were staring relegation in the face and, yeah, we were in, yeah, we were in real trouble. Um, now we're three points off the playoffs. We're just praying for a striker. We've got a, a glamour cup tie coming up. Things at the moment can't be better, better with Priestfield under Steve Evans. No, and that's one of the hallmarks of us under Evans is that 
we don't we don't give up, you know, because the Rochdale game could have could have gone like the Ipswich one where we've dominated yeah. and the goal could just never have come. You know, we hit the woodwork three times. I think Aimer hit the post in the first half, and the second half, Yakubiak's hit a post, mm-hmm. and Handen's gone through and hit the crossbar. And there probably comes a point where the players could start thinking, this just isn't going to happen. Yeah, but. That's not in the makeup of, of this team at the Mentally, moment. Isn't it? We we believe that the chances will come and we believe that eventually one will go in and that's obviously what happened against Rochdale and and like you say, the the impact that Mark Marshall and Alex Kubiak made off the bench was was a drastic one. Um and for the goal, probably the best piece of quality we've seen from Marshall in his time at Jill so far, with with that delivery. It was excellent. It was absolutely excellent and exactly what you want from a substitution. How many times have we seen, not just this season, over the over the past few years, that we've brought people off the bench to, to try and make an impact in games and just haven't? And that there is, is, is game management for, from the management staff and, and, and the players coming onto the pitch to have the mentality to go, you know what, no, I'm actually going to show Steve and Paul that... I can make impacts in games and I, I deserve to be in the team and that's exactly what the, the both of them have done and I thought Mark was excellent on, on on Sunday and he was he was excellent again today when he come on and he's starting to look he's start, slowly starting to look like the Mark Marshall that we Mark Marshall that we wanted to sign in the summer and we were expecting to sign. And he's frightening defences and yeah, he gave Rochdale a torrid time on, on, on Sunday for sure. Yeah, and then from Rochdale we, we come on to obviously Today's game, um, another one at Priestfield, and and yeah, a one-all draw with Portsmouth. Um, on the face of it, a, the right result, you think? Yeah, I think it was fair. Um, look, they're they're in a bit of a false position, in 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 fairness, that uh, I think their squad is. Probably not being used in the right way by the, by their management. Um, you look at the people they got on the bench for God's sake, and those players should be in their starting lineup. Um, and I know a lot, a lot of Portsmouth fans, I think, are frustrated with the management down there. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. First half, they we just listened to Steve Evans on the radio, and he says that, that yeah, they probably have it first half. Um, I actually thought it was pretty even first half. Um, it was a lot, obviously a lot of ball in the air. In the air. Um, they managed to obviously stop us sucking the ball in the rain in the, in the second half and, and swapped it over. Um, but we looked leggy, we looked tired um, and we looked like a side that had not changed all over Christmas. And that's where I probably thought, probably for the first time, that it, 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 got, it got the team selection wrong. In terms of, I think he should have made a couple of changes. He should have brought uh, Alex Kupiak and Mark Marshall. I think they they were worthy of their starts from from Sunday's contribution. And, and ultimately, when you have such a small squad like we do, you need to use that rotation policy um, to full effect. And I think probably they should have come in. But saying that, um, look, second half we've 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 come out flying. We've we've started giving them a, a couple of shoves, pushes and shoves back. We've started flying into tackles. We've, We've penned them in, um, and I think the goal was come uh, has come from us pressing them up high, and obviously it falling to Jakubiaku. Look, in a, in a pressurised situation like that, knowing that 
he, he he's got to get a shot away then because otherwise he, he, a, a defender's probably going to block it. It's 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 an awesome finish and that's what he probably does give us out the forwards that we've got is that when he is in and around that box, the boy can finish. Um, and it, he's a very composed finisher and it's just a shame that he hasn't started started as many games as he liked because he's top goal scorer and I always back Alex when he's when he's in that position one on one with a goalkeeper that, that he's going to score. Yeah, it's uh, also you say there that you think it's the right result. Is it a result you're happy with? Do you feel like you know Portsmouth in their last two away games had lost three one and four one? Yeah. Do you think perhaps there was a bit of frustration that we didn't win it, or do you think that? Because um, I think there was a little bit of frustration from some sections of the fans uh, that once we equalised, that we didn't, we sort of seemed look, to sit back. But I think, look, I, 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 I get, I get that totally. Um, but look, you go gun ho at, at a team like Portsmouth; they've got enough players on that football pitch. That in the end, if you if you if you go all that attack on them and you try and win that football match, that they can quite easily counter you and, and go and score. And and the thing is, you've got to. You've got to weigh it up. Is that do you go for the game and leave yourself open and potentially end up losing it, or do you game management a little bit and say, you know what, look, let's all settle for a point because that is a good point. We've gained a point. We've gained a point closer to the playoffs. We weren't at our best today. That's we were we were probably off it. Um, and you're not going to have you you're not going to be fit and firing every single every single week. And a team uh, that is a good that is a good point that is, that is a real good point. I said to, I said to you halfway through the second second half that we're going to get ourselves back in this game, but once we do, because we haven't been on it today, don't get yourself beat. And that is the most important thing is that if you're not playing well, just don't lose the football match. And that's what we've done today, and we haven't lost the football match against what is a is is a good is a good side in Portsmouth. So yeah, I, I think I think it's definitely a point game. We're we're closer to the playoffs. We're keeping the unbeaten run going at home, and we now go into Sunday full of confidence, and and ready to uh, take what it looks like by the result of West Ham at the moment. Uh, um, maybe a rejuvenated West Ham side, but I can't imagine they're going to turn up with their full on superstars. <laughs> but it's going to be rocking on pretty good Sunday because people could people people can look at look at the form guide and things like that. We are. Regardless, we haven't. Yeah, we haven't won today, but we are bang in form at the moment. We are probably playing our best football that we've played since the Justin Herbert days, and yeah, I don't think it's a better time to support this football club. And I, I understand people's frustrations and things like that, but you've got to remember where we were this time last year. We were staring League Two in the face, for God's sake. We are now. We are now giving ourselves one hell of a chance. To potentially end up in those playoffs coming in come May. Yeah, on the on the sort of the, the point of whether it's a good result, bad result, average result today, I I go along with you that obviously we we was building pressure a little bit before we got the goal and then we got it. And I think Portsmouth reacted well to it because they come straight up the other end and won a couple of corners as if to go, Whoa, hang on a minute. You lot aren't just going to come and roll us over now. You've got your, your goal. Yeah. We're going to make you work a little bit. Exactly, and I yeah. think they just they just put us back in our place a little bit. They got forward a couple of times. And, you know, they brought Marquis and Hawkins straight on and, and lumped a few balls forward that we had to defend properly. And, and yeah, from then, I think it was just a case of we, we couldn't afford to get too greedy. Um, like you say, we wasn't at our best today. 
Portsmouth do still have players that can hurt you if you leave yourself open. And I think we managed the situation well enough to go, do you know what? We've not played at our best today. If we keep the unbeaten run going, that's a positive. Mm -hmm. We'll take the point, not do anything silly. Mm -hmm. And we'll go into the West Ham game with them knowing we're unbeaten and ain't at home. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if we'd have gone gung-ho for the sake of trying to win the game and lost it, West Ham might think, well, there you go. That's their, their good form at home is over now. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's certainly a good point. And like you say, and Evans, I know people get frustrated with Evans sort of comparing squads and budgets, but... He's right sometimes, you know. They've got players like... They have Brett Pittman, John Marquis and Ollie Hawkins all on the bench. All three of them would start for us. Yeah, well, yeah. So... <laughs> they would walk it, into our side, wouldn't they? It is a true point. Right. And the, to credit us, the way we have to... Yes, teams like Portsmouth, Sunderland, Ipswich do have on paper better footballers than us. But what we do right is I think generally we work harder and we put ourselves about more. And, the, and that's... And because the problem is that you can have as many good players as you want, but they have to work hard. You look at you, you go back to the side that Justin Justin built in that summer, where you had you had Wagstaff, you had Billy Knott, you had O'Hara when he when he was fit as such. Uh, you had J. Emmanuel Thomas come in, uh, and then obviously added to that was was your Dax and Egan's and things like that. You look at that side and you think that they're going to win the league. They will win the league. But you look at it, you look at it obviously. Now, when you look back at that side and you think that that went complete to pop because none of them had desire, none of them had work rate, but they were just they were just here to simply pick up a bit of a pay packet, and 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 that is the thing is that if you build a side that are willing to work for each other, willing to run that extra yard, willing to get on the ball and make things happen, you're going to give yourself half a chance. Look, at the end of the day, you look at our team on paper, you probably think we are a bang average League One football team. We are a bang average League One football team. But you look at our run of, run of form, the teams that we've beat, and quite comfortably in performances, and we blew away a good good side in Doncaster, in, obviously in the FA Cup. You, and, and you probably look at us and think, I'll tell you what, they've got one hell of a chance of getting in the playoffs. And so... We know from playing football ourselves, mate, that ability ability alone does not win you football matches. You've got to have the desire, the work rate, and just the, the sheer motivation to go and win a football match. And if you've got those things, ability will then come through. And you can see those players, they're playing with confidence. Because uh, what struck me as well is that as soon as we conceded that goal, we didn't go right. You know what? Let's not just go and get beat two or three here. Straight away, we we're back on the attack, trying to get back in the game, and that's the mentality of the players. That's the mentality of the management to put into them. Is that if you go, go down. Don't worry. Just keep playing your football. Keep doing what you're doing. It'll come, and eventually, our pressure and our pressure and mentality paid off, and and that is what this side this side are going to be good at. Is that we we have got we have got players in there that yeah might not be the best footballers. In a world might make mistakes now and again, but they won't ever give up, ever give up for you. And and yeah, um, yeah, the second half of the season is going to be an enjoyable one, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll carry on for a bit about the Portsmouth game. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it was the same two players off the bench as yeah. as the Rochdale game, Marshall and Yakubiak. Yeah. Like Rochdale, same. Same levels from them when they come off the bench, yeah. and which is a credit to them because 
I think Evan, Evan said, we heard him say on the radio, that he said to them both, very, very unlucky not to be starting. And yeah. sort of a lot of us were thinking, you know, the team's stayed the same for a while. They've come on, done well, they should probably start. Mm-hmm. But to credit them, they've not gone, oh, thrown a strap and gone, oh, I should be playing, I'm not starting. They've yeah. gone, right, bring me on then and we'll do it again. Yeah. And that's what they've both done. And, you know, when you are playing well, it is hard for Evans to change the team, which then in a way makes his job harder because he has to try and keep an entire squad happy oh, yeah. when he's only playing 11 players. But he obviously manages people the right way is that when called upon, he subs deliver for him. Yeah. Something that hasn't happened in recent years. Like you touched on earlier, we've had managers that either haven't really known how to use their bench properly or when they have brought players on, they've not done it. But no. Evans, obviously, whether it's motivation or whether it's just he trains us better to to be better as games go on because oh, yeah. we do score a lot of late goals yeah, but yeah. It's, and having subs that make an impact is, is vital because substitutions are massive. a crucial part of football matches aren't they massive they're huge they're huge and I've, I don't think they realise that that sometimes substitutions win you football matches and they have Sunday yeah yeah well the two boys in, in, in Mark Marshall and Alex Chubiak have won us four points in the last two games just them solely, because they because they've come they've come on, they've g'd it, not only just them two they've g'd everyone up. You you saw as soon as Chukubiak and Marshall come on today, it was then we then everyone around them stepped up another gear and just went okay right let's go, like and and that's the thing when you've got people that aren't going to come on and aren't going to sulk and aren't going to throw a little bit of a strop because they haven't started and but they're going to come on they're going to they're going to try and make. Rejuvenate and and get us going again, and that motivates then everyone around them because because they're stepping up their standards. People on the pitch, God say, well, I don't want to be pulled off, so I'm going to have to step up my standard now. And then suddenly we we just started to get going again. And would anyone argue if them two were in the starting lineup Sunday against West Ham? I certainly wouldn't. I think after the two games they deserve it. Jacoby and Marshall have been, yeah. Brilliant in Sunday, and like you just quite rightly said, with with Evans, that he has got probably the toughest job at that football club of keeping every single one of those boys that plays for the first team happy. And yeah, well, he's he's certainly doing that because he's got every single one of those boys wanting to play for him. And yeah, fair play to fair play to them both for for for, for coming on and having that mentality to 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 want to try and win games, even though they're not quite quite there starting wise but they've look they've given themselves one hell of a chance of starting that spin and that starting up on Sunday against West Ham haven't they well yeah Jakubiak especially do you think probably him slightly more than Marshall because I think there will be a lot of people that look at Marshall and say he's an impact player isn't he yeah you're good to come off the bench for 25 minutes half an hour and and change the game for us but Jakubiak He's our top goal scorer, mm. and he spent most of the season sitting on the bench. Yeah, yeah. What's he on now? Seven. He's got seven. Seven, yeah. Um, yeah. And like you said earlier, we were talking about it when we was coming out the ground. That out of all our forwards, if you went, you can pick one of them to go through one on one. Yeah. He's the one you would pick. Yeah. You look at the goals he yeah. scored this this season, and it, and it's composure. I've seen the goal back today, and you know Jones. He's he's on the edge of the six yards box, and Jones fires it into him, and he's got to, he's got to control it, he's got to shift it, and he's got to finish it in half a second. Yeah, and he's got that knack and that touch and that finesse and to be able to do it. I yeah. don't think the others have. And I was if that if that falls to Hannon, 
he probably doesn't control it, let alone shift it and score. And this, <laughs> this is what I'm going to... I'm not going to sit here and, and say, right, I'm going to start slagging Brandon Hannon off because he's, it's hard to fault him in terms of effort, yeah. in terms of problems he causes for defenders. But I said to you, that like, I think a bit like... Two months ago when we were doing a podcast and Jules were playing really, really well and not winning. Yeah. And we were saying, it's all well and good playing well every week, but at some point the results have to come. I think there's going to come a point with Hannon where it's, yeah, you're playing really well every week. Yes, you're causing problems, but you're a striker that isn't scoring goals. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got, he's started every league game this season. He's got three goals. Yeah. Yeah. There is going to come a time where, and I agree completely with what everyone says, that Brandon is going to be a fantastic player because he's still only... 21, 21, 22, I think. Yeah, There's yeah. so much more development in him. And yeah. in two years' time, he could be a 15, 20 goal season striker. Yeah. Yeah. But for a team that wanting to get into the playoffs, you need we to need have... goals now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. We do. We need goal scorers. And I'm, goal scorers. I'm not saying drop Brandon Hanlon because I personally think that if Yakubiak's going to come into the team, I think, well, you've seen it the two games that it's been Mandarin that's come off for Yakubiak. Yeah. So I think the most likely thing that would happen is the two of them but, play together. Yeah, which makes sense because if you've got Brandon that's causing problems, you've got Jakubiak that is clearly a finisher that, yeah, we've been wanting and crying out for. They might well complement each other if they start a run of games together, which they haven't had. Um, look, Brandon frustrates me hugely. You, you, you know how much he frustrates me. frustrates me a lot. It, the boy is a talent, a real talent. When you're playing for a team that, look, the league table doesn't lie. We are in a promotion race right now. We are, we are, we are there. We are in a promotion race, and we need, we need finishers. We need goal scorers, and we need to start. Yeah, we're obviously winning games, and we're in a great, great run of form. But will it get to a point where? A goal scorer is going to affect us where that Rochdale game, for example, we don't win it and we drop points. That, that's what worries me, is that you're not going to have, not every week are you going to play teams and dominate and dominate and dominate and dominate or, and just keep putting balls. Ogilvy's not going to score every well, week yeah. and bow you out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And it isn't just going to keep falling for you like that. Eventually, look, you create your own luck, but you also need to be at a point where you can put away teams comfortably. And at times we've done that, but we haven't quite done it enough. And if we're going to get... Yeah, we need to... We all know we need to get a goal scorer in January. But for now, I think it probably comes a time that Alex has shown Fleetwood. He's shown he can finish. He's shown today he can finish. He showed Sunday that he can come on and, and make things happen I think it's about time we start giving Alex Kubiak a run of games in a jib shirt he, de- he, he deserves it he deserves it and uh, and like, like we said earlier when he goes for a goal and, or he has the goal in front of him nine times out of ten there's going to be one place that ball's going to finish is in the back of the net yeah and I don't think it's a necessarily sort of a a knock on Mandron either because I think he's done a decent job uh, he's, yeah, had a, yeah. he's had a long run of starts now he's done a decent job but if we are going to play, like, Hannon last season, he was similar. He's he's a better version now of what he was last season. Yeah, but the traits were the sure. same last season. Yeah, yeah. He caused problems, couldn't finish, but we had the goal scorer with him. Yeah, well, yeah. Whereas, obviously, now, him and Mandron are both not the most composed 
forwards you're going to ever going to find in, in in League One football. So it might make sense to get your Kubiak alongside him, where we have got that little bit more composure, that little bit more finesse. Um, but it's a good problem for Evans to have, isn't it? That despite the fact Handel and Mandarin aren't scoring bundles of goals, they're performing well. But yeah. he's also got someone, a third option in Yakubiak, who is not playing regularly, but is scoring goals. Yeah. So there isn't a a simple solution for him, I don't think. And that's without considering that, yeah, someone else might come in. Are you... Obviously, we all know we want it. Are you expecting it to happen in terms of a, of a striker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty certain there's one going to be one coming. Without a shadow of a doubt, because if it doesn't happen, there'll be serious questions asked. Why we haven't gone and got one? Every everybody knows within that football club, the fans, the management, everyone that even works for the football club, the players know that we need a striker. We're crying out for one. Look, Alex, Jakubiak, Brandon, Hannan, Mikel Mandron. All three of them have contributed in their own way over this Christmas period. Whether they've been setting up goals or or scoring them, all three of them have made a contribution over this Christmas period. But, but we need a striker that is going to come in, come in flying, and it's 10, 15 goals and prepare us into the playoffs. Those three that we've just mentioned, look, Jakubiak has probably got it in his locker that. He probably can get you 10, 15 goals, but he's not getting games at the moment. Mekamandra will never score you that many. Brandon Hallam will never score you that many. So you're probably relying on one forward that will stick the ball in the back of the net. And we probably will sit here and go, yeah, well, Mekamandra and Brandon Hallam are affecting games. Yeah, but affecting games won't win you football matches if you're not sticking the ball in the back of the net. And so we need to have someone that we can rely on that when a chance does fall to them and we create enough of them that they're going to stick it into the back of the net. And so, yeah, I'm expecting it. I'm expecting a forward. Um, and if we don't get one, there'll be serious questions on why we haven't got one. I don't think Steve Evans will be happy either if we don't get one. Are you expecting it? Yeah, I think so. Especially as we have had the cup run. There's, there's no excuse not to get someone in. And I just think, I look at how <laughs> we've evolved under Evans. And our success of late, has been built on a very, very strong foundation. He's come in, he's gone straight away, I've got no goals here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to work and make this team as difficult to beat as possible. Yeah. And I hope we win one games, win games 1-0. Yeah. And to be honest, he has probably perfected it to a T because we have won a lot of games 1-0 and our, our defensive record has, has been immaculate for, for the best part of two months now. I think we've let four goals in in 11 games or something. Oh, yeah. You know, that's... That's defensive form that you wouldn't expect from the top one or two in the league, let alone a team that's in 11th. So it's, it is just a case of, of sorting out that, that bit at the end. And, you know, they both had opportunities at Ipswich that I think probably should have resulted in goals and didn't. And Yeah, and listen, there's, you could bring in a, a top goal scorer and they'll, they'll have games where they miss chances and don't score. I'm not saying we're going to bring a striker in and he's going to score every single week. No, yeah. It's just... With them two, I think they need three or four good chances to put the ball in the back of the net. Whereas we need someone that's... If they have two chances in a game, they're going to put one away. That's oh, what yeah. we're looking for, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. And it's not out of the realms of... Because I see someone was saying to me the other day that 
oh, they're playing well. We don't need a goal scorer. We don't need another striker. And it's like, well, we do because one, we need more goals. But two, if a goal scorer comes in, that might take their level up even further. Well, yeah. To see a, oh, bloody hell, he's coming. Better start putting the ball in the net or yeah, I'll be sitting on the, the bench. Side. Well, yeah, exactly. So, like Evan says, he wants to add quality to quality. And by adding quality into the group, it might further raise the levels of what we got, mightn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah, certainly if you get the right character and you... Yeah, you, you, if you're playing with better players, it makes you play better yourself. So, I think it's a no-brainer that we go and sign a goal scorer in January. Um, and on top of that, we also extend Ollie Lee's loan. Yeah. I, 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 I think that has to be a cert because he, he, I think he's um, instrumental in, 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 in what this side is trying to do. And... Yeah, you might have, have off games and things like that, but yeah, in the blink of an eye, he can he can, he can make things happen. And if if he has people running off him and and getting into goal scoring positions, he might look at might might look even more effective in games. So yeah, I think I think that's that's the two bit of business we need to do in January is extend Lee's loan and and, and get a goal scorer in, and I think that we're, that we're then ready to go. Yeah, um, obviously looking back at the month of December. A very rare unbeaten month for Jills. <laughs> uh, four wins, two draws. Yeah. Got to be a shoe in the knee for manager of the month. Yeah, surely. Surely, 100%. 100%. He's done so well, hasn't he? He's done so well on a small budget. Um, he had pretty much half a jig up against him when he first arrived in the summer. I think he's won the majority of them round. I'd like to think he has anyway. Um and I think he's going to have one hell of a crack at these playoffs. And I think he, he knows. He knows that if he can get a goal scorer in, and we, and he, he will go and get the right player. He, know, he, he knows what he's doing. He's probably been looking since the second game of the season. Well, that's what I mean. So he, he knows what he wants. Um, and he wanted to be six points. Going into January, he's three. Three points off the playoffs. And you look at the teams in the playoffs... Have a little look now. Well, the problem is that, that you look at you look at Wickham. We've beaten them. You look at, but you then look at you look at teams like Ipswich. They're fa- they're falling out of form. Peterborough. Peterborough. Out of form. Peterborough falling out of form. We've nicked a point off Fleetwood. Bristol Rovers got Bristol Rovers who are who are, are a level on level on the playoffs. Got beat three 0 by MK Dons today. Portsmouth. Obviously, we need to good point off today. Blackpool are just a, just above us. I know these teams are not in the playoffs, but they're pretty much there. Blackpool, we should have beat beaten near the start of the season. There's, there's no why, way we, we there's, there's no chance why we can't break into the playoffs. With there is, there's not one standout team in League One. This there's no, no one running away at the top. You no. can't look. You couldn't predict no. the top two now, no. which is quite unusual for Christmas. No, like yeah. you look at the championship and you look at it and say, yeah, Leeds and West Brom are going to be the two to get promoted. Yeah, we can you fall can't. away. You can't predict yeah. that in League One this year. Yeah. It, you keep saying it, you think it's quite a poor division this season. It is. And that's probably justified in the fact that not one team's grabbed this division by the scruff of their neck and gone, do you know what? We're good enough to go and take this it on. It is a poor division. It is a poor, poor, poor division. You look at the league table, we've got the league table right in front of us. Name me one team there that you think is going to get promoted this year. They're, they're guaranteed promoted. No, there ain't one. There's a, there's a reason why Wickham Wanderers have been top of the league all season. Yeah. That's what I mean. And Peterborough, probably go as far as saying potentially Oxford. 
That's the best side I've seen. That's the best I've seen play against us. Yeah. People who look at Peterborough and go, yeah, they've got two quality strikers. But they've always been the same, Peterborough, that they're so patchy. And it's just... and Once you get into the second half of the season, it's timing's as important as anything as it's being yeah. in the right form at the right time against the teams around you. Yeah, well, exactly. And if we can, if we can do that, who knows? Who knows where we're going to end up? But for now, we do get a little bit of a of a break from from what has been a hectic league schedule. And yeah, it, it's it's something to look forward to on Sunday <coughs> against West Ham. But it says a lot about how far we've come in recent weeks that I don't think we'll get beat. <laughs> no, nor do I actually. I can see. Us taking it you to reckon a replay. a replay, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get beat. I don't think we'll get beat. Look, Moyes will not be taking the FA Cup seriously. Uh, well, before they kicked off today, they were sitting in the relegation zone in the Premier League. Yeah. That, to them, is massively more important than, yeah. Yeah. than FA. If they, if they were sitting mid-table in the Premier League, then they might have looked at it and gone, you know what, let's have a little run at, at trying to win a cup. But yeah. Yeah. They've got themselves embroiled in, in a position they shouldn't be in, let's be honest. West Ham yeah. shouldn't be down the bottom of the Premier League, but they are. And yeah, I don't think your your Hallers and your Rices and that are going to be turning up and no. playing at Priestfield on, on Sunday. Don't get me wrong, they will still put out a team that, on paper, quotation marks, should beat Gillingham. Yep. But they got smashed at Oxford in the League Cup this season. They got yep. smashed at Wimbledon in the FA Cup last season. Yeah. So there's clearly an Achilles heel there. There is absolutely that... no reason why we can't go and beat West Ham on Sunday. Absolutely no reason why. And I think most people look at this game and think, yeah, Gillingham are going to win this. Do you think it comes down to like most of our, our games? If we score first. Yeah. yeah if we, we score first, we don't lose. Yeah, we, yeah, we get the first goal. We get the first goal Sunday. We're not going to lose that game. And that's going to be massive for us. We can't fly it out of the blocks and we score. And we score first. We are, we are not going to lose that game. So, yeah, I fancy us. I don't know whether we're going to win, but I think, yeah, I don't think we'll lose. I don't think we'll lose Sunday. And this, because sure. obviously we got to the third round last season, and obviously we did end up winning against Cardiff, but I don't think we was going into it particularly optimistic because Not of really. the, the fashion we'd scraped through to the third round. But <laughs> oh, yeah. this season we've come through convincingly. Our, our league form's good. Yeah. Their form, I mean, as we're recording this, West Ham are beating Bournemouth 2-0. So, it, well, it went but, three. Oh, did it? Yeah. Right. Well, they've probably won that one then, but their form hasn't been good. No. Um, yeah, they're throwing you up. like you keep saying, there's a reason why BC are bringing their cameras down here. Mm. The only, well, unless you're Manchester United, the only reason they bring their cameras to you for FA Cup games is because they smell something. Yeah, well, exactly. Um... Yeah, we've done it before. No reason. You know, why there's no again. reason why it can't happen again. But for me, for the first time in God knows how many years, that place is going to be packed. Yeah, it's good and to it's going to be nice to see, isn't it? I know. I know people do say, "Oh, yeah, it was, I ate it when the day trip has come out," and but it happens. And at yeah. the end of the day, it's a full ground. It's more money for the club, isn't it? And well, exactly. You'd yeah. rather see it fall for a game like that than five thousand yeah. in there. Well, yeah, exactly. And those players and and the management deserve it. For all the hard work they've done in in this first half of the season, we've got one crack at West Ham for 90 minutes at Priestfield on Sunday night in front of the cameras. Let's have a real good go at them and, and try and get something out of it. And you never know, do you? 
Wimbledon did it last year with a, a bang average Wimbledon side. There's no reason why we can't can't turn over hammers on on Sunday and and get us gets more money in 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 the pot to go and buy. Definitely go and buy a forward. <laughs> and the good thing so, about obviously with Evans being manager is that we know he's not going to change. It's going to be no. You lot coming down here, yeah. you come and deal with us. Yeah, exactly. We don't we don't care what league you're playing in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're at home. Yeah. We do things our way. We'll get in your face and get on the front foot and we'll see if you can handle it. Well, yeah, that's what... Not, it, oh, can Gillingham handle West Ham? No, it's going to yeah. be the other way around. And he will, try, he will try little things to wind them up and things like that. And he'll make sure that we're, we're in their heads and we're giving them little kicks and we're standing in front of kick, free kicks and... And and we're we're standing on the goalkeeper from corners and making it look a little nice and tight. And the thing is, is that West it it's it's nice and tight at Priestfield. The, the the fans are right next to the right next to the dugouts, and obviously that rain of end is is pretty much on that on that goal net, isn't it? So um, I don't think West Ham are going to like coming down to Priestfield, and on and 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 that's what I mean. They they obviously went to Oxford this season that. You, you can't really create an, an atmosphere at Oxford in, in, in fairness. They went down to Wimbledon. The most you're going to get in a gate down there is 2,500. They're, they're going to be playing in front of 10,000 on Sunday. And 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 the, and the crowd is right on top of that pitch with the cameras pretty much right in their faces as well. One little slip up and everyone's going to bloody notice it. So, yeah, I think Evans is going to be using it to his full advantage. And, full, full advantage. and you're quite right is that He's gonna make bloody sure that they're gonna deal with Gillingham Football Club on Sunday off Sunday night, and it isn't gonna be the other way round. And I think there's only gonna be one team that sets the tone of that match. If we want it enough on Sunday night, we're gonna win the game. And that's what these sort of David v Goliath, so to speak, cup games come down to, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that when when the bigger team does get beat, more often you look at it and you you've watched the game and you say it's evident what team wanted it more. Yeah. Because. These Premier League teams often put players out that haven't been playing recently and they probably think, well, what, you only think I'm good enough to come in and play against the League One team? Well, yeah. You don't trust me enough. And, no, exactly. And you can see why it happens. And we, We've both said, haven't we, that we assume he will probably play that Zabaleta's the one to target. Yeah, yeah of course it is. And have a little Mark Marshall running against him. Um, come 60 minutes if he doesn't start on Sunday night. And yeah, look. We've just, I just, I, I look. I hope on Sunday, and I expect us to just go at West Ham and, and and make sure they know they're in a cup tie, and I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will because Evans will not have it any other way. But I don't want to be walking away from from Priestford on Sunday if we have gone out and think, yeah, what if, what if we've 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 had fifty, we've had fifteen fucking chances and Anlin's hit five. The bar five times, <laughs> that would be frustrating, wouldn't it? But yeah, just just give it a go, and that, I think that's all the fans ask. And if we do go out and 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 we've seen the team was giving it one hell of a go, then fair enough, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, something for us to look forward to for sure. Yeah, I'm sure like like us two, most of fans are probably quite confident at the moment, yeah. given given the way we're playing yeah. and the way we've been playing against. Decent League One outfits as well, and let's hope we can take that form into Sunday. What is yeah? It's sure to be a really good occasion, a really good evening at Priestfield. Let's hope that that yeah, the ne- next time we we're, we're doing a post game podcast, we're talking about a, a cup set. But yeah, on to Sunday, and until then, up the Jills.